Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loris College. This coming week, Loris College will host Peace and Justice Week, featuring a series of events in conjunction with the International Day of Peace. In this episode, we will look at the scheduled events, including a visit to campus by a Nobel Prize winner. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm joined by Hannah Eby, the Director of Peace and Justice and Service at Loris, and Melissa Torres, a Peace and Justice intern. Hannah, Melissa, welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So Peace and Justice Week is an annual thing that happens on campus every fall. Obviously, as we mentioned in the intro, the tied to International Day of Peace. Can you give me a little more background about what the week is all about? Yeah, it's a different theme every year. And some years it's kind of a mix of themes, but always related to peace and justice in some way. Um, and we schedule it around September 21st every year because that is the International Day of Peace, like you said. Um, and we have a committee in Dubuque that made up of Dubuque community members as well as Loris faculty and staff that um, plans a Day of Peace speaker to come to the Dubuque community. And that's always hosted at Loris, um, partly sponsored by the Kusera Center. And we usually get a pretty good turnout. It's people from all across the Dubuque community as well as students and staff at Loris. Okay. This year's theme is environmental justice. How did you land on that theme? Yeah. Do you want to say, Melissa? Well, we landed on environmental justice um, because we have so much um, that we work around that. I'm also in charge of the fair trade campaign, and I think that it connects alongside with that and just treating the earth um, a better way and having justice for it. We also do um, a thrift sale, so it, it all connects. I think most of our work connects to that, and this year we just wanted to dedicate it to environmental justice, and it is um, something alongside with Catholic social teachings that we do get taught in school, so coming full circle really seemed right. We are um, connecting it with the book Lotto Lodato C. Lodato C. Yes, and um, we always have an annual sticker, and this year we decided to do a, a Pope Francis um, quote on the sticker. So you can keep in touch with that next week. We'll be handing them out. And we always have also a wall dedicated to peace and justice, and we have other stuff on the concourse in the ECC. So we are having a Lotto TC wall to commemorate the environmental justice part. Okay, let's yeah, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit, the, the ongoing things that will go through the week. So you mentioned a, a wall. Um, what's what's going to be displayed? What, what can people what will people see when they come and see this wall? Well, it's going to have the seven themes of the book Pope okay. Francis wrote. So we also use this book in some of our classes. I know Dr. Evie. Um, I had him in class for one of my classic social teaching classes, and we did talk about the book. So I think many students are going to know what what to see in this wall. Um, we're going to have the themes displayed. We're going to have, hopefully, a cutout of Pope Francis. That's going to be great. Um, we're also going to have an interactive activity or poster. Yeah, right next to it. So we'll mm -hmm. have the one wall where that is kind of 
giving people an overview of Laudato Si encyclical. And then next to it, we'll have a space called Grief, Hope, Action. Um, and that'll be an interactive art display, kind of just a creative space for people to process their emotions and thoughts around climate change. Um, so in a section where people can kind of share what their grief is and people can share their hope in the next section. And then lastly, we'll have that action portion where people um, can share ideas for how they want to take action um, to better the world for all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so that's going to be in the ACC in the in the main concourse when you walk in. You're mm -hmm. and you're also going to have a display in the Miller Academic Resource Center with books. What's what can people find in that display? Yeah, that it's really just a variety of books relating to environmental justice and connecting it to, like Melissa said, Catholic social teaching. Um, the book, the encyclical Laudato Si, will be there, of course, and um, yeah. So that's on display in the library on the main floor. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So anybody can come in and, and they won't really won't miss it. It'll be right there for the, the to find. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Fantastic. So those are the, the ongoing displays that'll be up all week. And then you have events scheduled starting actually Saturday the 17th. What is that? What's your kickoff event for the week? Yeah, our kickoff event. Um, this is planned every year along with the keynote speaker with the Day of Peace Committee. Um, so a lot of Dubuque com community members join us in this walk every year. It was formerly called the Hike to Help Refugees, and then we've transitioned to call it a so Solidarity Walk to Support Refugees, just a little more accurate title. Um, and this will be our kickoff event. We'll, walk, we'll meet at Christ the King Chapel at noon, just out on the front steps. Um, we'll have a couple people talk about the walk and the purpose behind it. Um, and collect donations for, for um, the organization Dubuque for Refugee Children. And then we'll walk two miles, pretty relaxed pace, but <laughs> we'll get there over to Clark College, Clark University. And um, at that point, we'll actually join the NAACP's annual event, which is the, the BBQ and DBQ, the uh, an annual kind of community social gathering that's a free barbecue lunch. Okay. And then I'll be driving people back to campus after the walk. Okay. So that's our kickoff event. And we're tying it to the theme of environmental justice um, by highlighting um, the plight of uh, displacement due to climate change. Um, and I think that's the benefit of using Laudato Si as a lens to look at environmental justice is that we see a lot of different facets of what environmental justice really means. So. Okay. One of them, yeah, being um, different elements of Catholic social teaching and our responsibility to look out for each other, to work for the common good. So, Okay. Yeah. And that's open to the public. So it's not just because we're starting on campus and walking over to Clark University. It's open to the public if they want to start here right in front of Christ the King and then make the walk over with you. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we usually have about at least half our community members, so it's a whole community event. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So pray for good weather. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's obviously not the only event that's going to start on campus and then leave before you come back. What, what do you have happening on Thursday the 22nd? Yeah, Thursday is um, our student group on campus called Do Peace and Justice is going to be hosting a group of students to go over to Cincinnati Mound just across the river. 
Um, and they have every season and um, every equinox and kind of change of seasons, they have an event called Wild Church. Um, and it's a really beautiful outdoor gathering to honor our sacred connection to creation and creator. Um, we join with a lot of sisters there as well as a lot of community members um, in that in that service. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's uh, how are, how is everybody getting there? Is there a, is there a scheduled transportation or is it uh, just kind of meet at Cincinnati? That's a great question. People can just meet us there, and mm-hmm. it starts at five thirty. But for students wanting a ride over, um, they do need to RSVP. There's a QR code on the posters that we have out, okay. or they can email me. Sure. Um, and I'll be taking uh, taking the whole group over in a Loris van. Okay. So. And they can reach you at hannah.eb at loris.edu. Correct. And actually what we'll do is when we, we post this podcast, we'll put show notes on there. We'll have a link to the poster too, so they can get get in touch with you either way, either through the QR code or through the email. Great. So... Um, is there anything particular that stands out uh, for you, Melissa, looking at like either of these first two events, the, the walk or the, the Cincinnati event, that you're looking forward to particularly? or The Solidarity Walk, definitely. I have been planning to table for that and um, hopefully convince people to join us. So I'll be doing that this week, and I have learned a lot through that. Um, so we do consider... Um, refugees sometimes environmental refugees but actually internationally they're not considered in environmental refugees mm. um, by the UN law so I think um, acknowledging this and being aware of what environmental issues in the world cause to people and um, being aware of this can help to better something in the future like actually acknowledging uh, acknowledging them um, by international law that they do need help. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So I'm saving the big one for last. So we're going to go right to the, the last event of the week, which is the, uh, the trolley tour with the, the LEAF group on campus. What can you tell me about that? Yeah. Um, we are partnering with Bev Wagner and the Solid Waste Agency um, to get a landfill tour um, for students. So we're calling this a waste awareness trolley tour. So students will sign up to take a trolley <laughs> over to the landfill. You wouldn't think a trolley would be <laughs> ideal, but it's got big windows all around, and they regularly do this. Um, and we'll get a guided tour when we arrive, so showing us how how recycling works, how mm-hmm. trash works, like when the landfill will be full, um, mm-hmm. the compost that we have available in Dubuque, just kind of seeing how it works and mainly focusing on just realizing that when an item leaves our hands, goes into the trash can, it doesn't just disappear. It goes somewhere, and that lasts, and we have to um, be really mindful of that. So part of that will be just getting that visual awareness, and then also we'll take some moment for prayer and reflection and just like a moment of silence to really think about um, what is happening mm-hmm. to our world. Um, and hopefully get um, just get people more on board with understanding how compost works and thinking about um, implementing that where we can. Then we'll come back to Loris and LEAF, as well as the sustainability interns. Um, LEAF is the sustainability student organization. 
they are going to lead a campus cleanup, which we've done pretty much every semester, but going around and picking up trash and recycling around mm -hmm. campus. Yeah, so it's very much a visual representation of the of the imp the, the large footprint that we leave with our waste, whether yeah, you know, each individual person, the significant amount of waste that we generate that we don't even realize. Mm -hmm. So you kind of drop it and forget it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the work that Melissa has done um, through her internship has been, like she said, working with the fair trade campaign we have on campus. So just being mindful of before an item gets to us, where has it come from? Mm -hmm. What was the process? And was it ethical? And mm -hmm. were people paid? treated fairly, and then once that item leaves their hands, where does it go? What mm -hmm. happens to it? Yeah. Can you expand on like the work that you're doing in that realm? Yes. So I am in charge of the Fair Trade Campaign, and I host events through Peace and Justice and the Spiritual Life, which they help me. And um, we try to speak towards students who don't know what Fair Trade is and what um, brands they know of that aren't certified fair trade and what brands they do that are fair trade certified mm -hmm. so we try to bring awareness to that and also not just through food but also through other stuff we do host the annual thrift sale and we speak on fast fashion and where clothes ends up because they clothes also ends up in landfills um, in landfills around the world that we have no idea about and it does create um, some type of pollution and and there are landfills around the world that have a lot of clothes which we, we should be more aware of what we are doing to our clothes after we just throw it away instead of mm, instead of just throwing it away donating it or making other use of it such as other clothes so yes, that is some of the work that I do put into the school. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So we'll, we'll save the, as I said, we we're kind of saving the, the, the headliner for, for last year. But so on the actual International Day of Peace, we have a Nobel Peace Prize winner coming to campus. Who wants to talk about that one? Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> um, we... Yeah, it's not often that we get a Nobel Peace Prize winner here right at our campus, <laughs> so we're looking forward to that. Um, she, Jody Williams is going to be our keynote for the year, and she's a well-known climate activist, um, and she won the Nobel Peace Prize in the 90s for her work in um, banning anti-personnel landmines. Okay, so she's, yeah, so she's... She does a lot of speaking around the globe, and so this is good. This is exciting. This is to have somebody you know, of her significance coming on campus to speak on, a, on, a, on an important day is is really worthwhile. So she's going to be on campus in the ACC uh, on Wednesday, the twenty first, from seven to eight thirty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there going to be a social beforehand or a chance to possibly interact with her? Most likely, right afterwards, okay. there will be a free reception, um, and people are welcome to come up and talk to her mm -hmm. afterwards okay yeah earlier that same day we're having a, a smaller gathering with a few students that are invited to have a, a conversation and lunch with her during that day so and she'll go in and talk to a class after that too yeah. so we'll have a lot of opportunities for students to get to engage with yeah. her and ask questions yeah that's an exciting opportunity for students especially mm -hmm. yeah 
So, and that is a, a free event open to the public to attend. And again, that's in Correct. the ACC ballroom at, starting at 7 o'clock on Wednesday the 21st. Yep. All and right. if people would like to watch the event, we will be live streaming it on the Dubuque International Day of Peace Facebook page. Okay. Um, and most likely also put a recording up on the YouTube channel, but we have to confirm that. Yeah. Okay. That's excellent, though. So everybody, so even if you can't make it, there is an opportunity to, to see her speech. Yes. Yeah. All right. Although we do hope to see everyone in person. Yeah. It's great to have this kind of community gathering. Absolutely. Well, I hope to see as many people as possible at all these events. I think that would be to really recognize the Peace and Justice Week and environmental justice on campus. So. Yeah, I think we have a lot of people excited about it. A lot of student groups are really involved. Um, I think it'll be a great week. Right. So before we wrap up, I do want to just kind of take a little step back and look at peace and the peace and justice department in terms of the spiritual life organization, what it is that you do for anybody who's not completely aware, obviously you organize an an important week like this, but what else do you do throughout the course of the year? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, The full name is that's the father Ray Herman peace and justice center, and it's located within the spiritual life department um, out of the recognition that, through our um, Catholic roots and values, we have a responsibility to work for peace in the world and ensure justice and work for the common good in the world. Um, So there's a wide variety of things that come out of this Peace and Justice Center. I'm the assistant director and Stacia McDermott is the director. And so there's this week, um, we have two internships every semester as well as um, we advise us do peace and justice student group. Um, we host events regularly, have the fair trade campaign. Um, and yeah, every, every semester there's at least one bigger event. Um, like Melissa mentioned, there's the fair trade sale in December and the thrift sale along with um, Earth Day in the spring. Okay. And Melissa, how did you get involved? How did you come across the internship and what what motivated you to to take part well I was a freshman when I met Hannah and we were in a faculty and student um, group which was um, faith faith and racial equity faith and racial equity and we would just gather every every week and talk about um, books and readings that we had as homework and we met through there, and she offered to extend um, an internship with spiritual life. And while well, I am a politics major and a PR major, but that social aspect of peace and justice really did really did call me. Mm-hmm. So I said yes mm-hmm. immediately because it does interest me a lot, and it's a passion of mine. And we also do trek trips, Hannah those track trips and those um those interns um host and guide or lead a trip regard in regards of social justice okay. yeah every break every academic mm-hmm. break we have a trip that goes somewhere around the country um and that is another part of the peace and justice center that i didn't mention but um They do a wide variety of themes, like we're going to the Arizona-Mexico border to work with um, Kino Border Initiative in January. Uh, There's an annual peacemaking trip to D.C., so a variety of things there. 
Okay. Yeah. But Melissa's been great as an intern because she, she stood out right away in that faithful and racial equity program because she comes in with a lot of um, innovation and mm -hmm. interesting creative ideas to bring to the Peace and Justice Center. Yeah. yeah well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Creativity and passion is a good combination to have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both. So Hannah Eby and Melissa Torres, thank you both for taking the time to come in and chat with me, sharing the details about Peace and Justice Week, and then giving me a little bit of additional information just about the, the Peace and Justice Center. So thank you both again for coming in. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. For having us. All right. And thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more Loris news, features, and podcasts, visit daily.loris.edu to stay in the know. We hope you'll join us for the next Dewhawk Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other, and go Dewhawks!